The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii, Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour a blessing. Hi, I'm Trustee and Associate Pastor Edmund Sprout Sr. And I would like to thank you for joining us today. We would like to welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade Telecast being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XTTV Channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSE Channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV Channel 28 in Eureka, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME Channel 20 in Los Angeles and San Bernardino, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR TV Channel 11 in Monterey, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY Channel 9 in El Centro, California and Yuma, Arizona, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon, from 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KCSG Channel 8 of St. George, Utah, parts of Idaho, Wyoming, Nevada, and Arizona. From 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY TV Channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado. And from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable, Channel 503 in New York City. If you would like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church located at 1043 Middle Street is the headquarters of the gospel of the Kingdom of God for the whole world with the sign on the roof of the temple, Jesus Coming Soon, a landmark in Cali for over 90 years and our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and A. B. Lockbaum on August the 4th, 1923 and passed on to our late chief pastor, William M. Hahn Sr. in 1959 who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints, wherever you are, and the shut-ins, that is, those of you in the hospitals and convalescent homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. On Wednesday, October 25th, we will be celebrating the 87th anniversary of our Kamiki Branch Church located at 1361 Palolo Avenue in Honolulu, Hawaii. 
Please join Head Pastor Billy Hahn, Jr. and the saints as we gather together at 7 p.m. for this special service. To start off today's telecast, the church choir, under direction of Amelia Hahn, will sing the song, How Great Thou Art. They'll be ably accompanied by Ethan Matsuki on the piano and Iris Locke on the organ. We surely have a great and wonderful Lord. Our soul sings of his greatness and majestic splendor. He has created for all to see and enjoy. We praise and thank the Lord for his abundant mercy and compassion that he showed to the whole world when he gave his life on the cross of Calvary so that we all may have the promise of eternal life. Please join in and sing with the choir as you see the words flashed on your television screen.
The church band under the direction of head pastor Billy Hahn Jr. will play the spirited and lively song, Old Nicodemus. Today we preach the same words that Jesus spoke to Nicodemus over 2,000 years ago on how to be born again. This is the gospel of the kingdom of God. The gospel is the good news that Jesus saves, Jesus heals, Jesus baptizes with the Holy Ghost and with fire, and Jesus is coming soon. Gracia Asana will give the Lord all the praises and glory, singing the spirit-inspiring song, Lion of Judah. During your background music will be Head Pastor Billy Hunt Jr. on piano, Associate Pastor Marvin Aming on bass, Iris Locke on the drums, and Mason Asano Sr. and yours truly on guitar. Surely we lift his name to the highest, for he is holy, mighty, and worthy of the glory. We lift up our eyes to the Lord from where comes our help. He is our mighty keeper and provider who is able to shield us from the fiery dots of the devil. Messiah would come, the earth would rejoice, the people start to sing. For they would behold, as scripture foretold, a mighty king of kings. But he came as a child, not like they had planned, not like they planned. Lion of Judah. Suffering son, Lion of Judah, with nails in his hand, 
mighty Redeemer was meek as a lamb. No elegant robes, no glorious throne, no armies at his side. Could this be the one, a carpenter's son, a man condemned to die? But a lion roared deep inside this lamb, inside this man. Lion of Judah, The church choir will now perform the uplifting song entitled, Shout to the Lord. Yes, dear television viewers, we shout to the Lord and sing of his power and majesty. As the words to the song goes, my Jesus, my Savior, Lord, there is none like you. All of my days I want to praise the wonders of your mighty love. My comfort, my shelter, tower of refuge and strength. Let every breath, all that I am, never cease to worship you. Amen. 
We are blessed to have the trumpet section of the church band play the toe-tapping song entitled Springs of Living Water. Our walk with the Lord is a very fulfilling experience that feeds and nourishes our spiritual bodies. He quenches our thirst in springs of living water. He freely provides a bountiful supply of the fountain, flowing deep and wide. He satisfies our thirsting spirits by filling us with the Holy Ghost and with fire. The Jubilees under the direction of Amelia Hahn will now blend their voices to the song, Ain't It Just Like the Lord? They will be accompanied by Christy Hahn on the piano. Yes, dear saints and friends, the Lord is the same yesterday and today and forever. He rolls the clouds away and keeps us safe day by day. It's just like His great love to lead and guide us and make the crooked pathway straight. At this time, it is with great pleasure to dedicate this beautiful song to a faithful and dear couple in the Lord who are none other than Associate Pastor Dean and Johanna Carrillo, Sr., 
of Honolulu. We pray the Lord will continue to bless and strengthen you all the days of your life as you put your shoulders to the gospel wheel. Have a wonderful Sunday. It's impossible to think, harder to explain. Three boys are standing in the middle of the flame. One thing I know is true, when nothing but a miracle will do. Ain't it just like the Lord to do what can't be done? Just like the Lord to make a way when there was none. Who but God could do the very thing the praying for? The mountain can be moved into the sea. But all things are possible to those who will believe. So in your time of trouble, don't listen to no doubt. Stand upon the promises and praise him anyhow. Because when you know he's on your side, you can't help but testify. Ain't it just like the Lord to do what can be done? Just like the Lord to make a way when there is none. Just, just like the He's Lord. He's gonna make it all work And good morning, everyone. I'm Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., and I would like to repeat our television time, stations, and locations in the continental U.S. for our viewing audience, especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California, that these telecasts can all be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV Channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC Channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU TV Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME Channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR TV Channel 11 in Monterey. 
from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY, Channel 9 in El Central, California, and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO, Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KCSG, Channel 8 of St. George, Utah, Idaho, Wyoming, Nevada, and Arizona. From 11 to 12 midnight, on station KGBY-TV, Channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado, and from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. And now, concerning our schedule of gospel services here in our home state, Hawaii. Services are held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday evening at 7 p.m., on Sunday, gospel services start at 10 a.m., divine healing services at 7 p.m., and Sunday school for all ages begins at 9 a.m. Prayer services are held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m., except on Fridays at 10 a.m. At our Kaimaki Branch Church, located at 1361 Palolo Avenue, gospel services are held on Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule is observed by our neighbor island branch churches as services are also conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Kastner Sr. in Kanakaka Imolokai, by Pastor Keith M. Alveri Lahaina Maui, by Pastor Walter I. Tinloi in Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Leonard K. Waiasano Sr. in Koloa, Kauai, by Pastor Hannibal Espera in Balogo, Pikawain, and by Pastor Vespa Espera in President Rojas, Cotabato, Mindanao, Philippines. You are welcome to attend these services regardless of church affiliations. There are no collections. However, if you desire to voluntarily contribute to support these telecasts and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated at the conclusion of the telecast. And now, I'd like to return our program back to Associate Pastor Trustee Everett Sproat Sr., who will bring forth his spirit-directed and spirit-inspired sermon. Edwin? Thank you, Head Pastor Bell. We prayerfully know that as we share in the reading of today's telecast presentation, we will be able to renew our positive Christian dedication and commitment to the Lord Jesus Christ. For much more prayer is needed in the body of Christ the church. And the time is short for God's people to prepare and ready themselves for the Lord Jesus Christ's soon coming. Hence, we will be able to prepare to help rather propagate the gospel of the kingdom of God through the reading of today's sermon entitled, Always say yes to the Lord Jesus Christ. In today's age of permissiveness, everything is permitted. And very few things are considered sacred anymore. And according to the God's word, the Bible, this generation is moving headlong into destruction. God's word also offers many examples of men, women, and children who have had the grace to say yes to the Lord Jesus Christ at the most critical times in their lives. The term yes is a reply of personal affirmation and our confession of great faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, his holy word, his name, his blood, and his gospel of the kingdom of God. Then too, the term no is a denial of any belief and acceptance of the Lord Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, Master, and Lord. However, the term no is the proper utterance for believers when refusing the sinful things in this sin-cursed world. In the New Year's prophecy of 2017, the Lord Jesus Christ used the phrase, stand fast, seven times, to encourage the body of Christ, His church, to stand and go all the way with Him in this year of 2017. 
Abraham, the father of the Jews, said yes when God called him to go out instead of remaining in the comfort of his home and with his own people. Genesis 12, 1, 2, 3 presents this example. Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee, and I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing, and I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curseth thee, and in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Abraham, being 75 years old, journeyed forth, not knowing where he was going, as described in Hebrews 11, 8 and 10. It reads, By faith Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed. And he went out, not knowing whither he went, for he looked for a city which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. And that foundation is the Lord Jesus Christ, as described by Paul in 1 Corinthians 3.11. For other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. All the foundations of the earth are out of course and built upon sinking sand. Abraham also said yes when asked by God to sacrifice his son Isaac, as defined in Hebrews 11, 17 through 19. By faith Abraham, when he was tried, offered up Isaac, and he that had received the promise offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said that in Isaac shall thy seed be called, accounting that God was able to raise him up even from the dead, and from whence also he received him in a figure. Moses said yes to the Lord Jesus Christ, and chose not to remain in the affluence and security of Pharaoh's household, choosing rather, therefore, to suffer affliction with the children of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a moment. Hebrews 11:24 to 26 describes that moment. By faith, Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season, esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. The pleasures of this world are the pleasures of sin. Moses stood for truth and righteousness and had respect for the reward that was not yet come. Joseph said yes to the Lord Jesus Christ, vice letting himself be tempted by a beautiful woman who offered herself and her companionship to him. The question is, would we be able to respond positively to the Lord Jesus Christ if we too were tempted like Joseph? Genesis 39.9 provides this account. There is none greater in this house than I, neither hath he <clears throat> kept back anything from me but thee, because thou art his wife. How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? The sin of adultery and fornication is wickedness in the sight of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Almighty God. Daniel's three companions also said yes to the Lord Jesus Christ, vice giving in to the temptation of saving their own lives by bowing down before the image of Nebuchadnezzar that Nebuchadnezzar had set up. In Daniel 3, 16 through 18, we read about their very brave deed. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fire furnace, and he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. 
But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. Yes, the Lord Jesus Christ is the one and only God. And we must love him as our Savior, Master, and Lord with all our heart and with all our soul and with all our might. Matthew 16, 24 to 25 instructs all mankind, saying, Then said Jesus unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it, and whosoever shall lose his life for my sake shall find it. For what is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? We must all bear our own cross in these present days of permissive living. And we must learn to deny ourselves <clears throat> by saying yes to the Lord Jesus Christ, especially when we are tested, tried, and tempted. Nicodemus said yes to the Lord Jesus Christ when told that he must be born again. Even though he was a Pharisee who adhered to the law of Moses, paid his tithes and prayed always, but he believed that it was still necessary for him to be born again into God's family. No one can save his or her own soul, nor can anyone redeem his or her brother, brother, nor give to God a ransom for them. We cannot bring about this new birth through our own human efforts, and neither can a baby cause his own physical conception. Rebirth or being born again is only possible by saying yes to Jesus Christ and being born again. And without God's spiritual rebirth, we will remain on the outside of God's family. Jesus Christ instructed Nicodemus and all mankind in John 3, verses 3 to 5 and 7. It reads, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. God's word declares that it is impossible for the natural person to see or enter into the kingdom of God. And to be born of water is to be baptized by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ. And to be born of the Spirit is to be filled with God's Holy Spirit by speaking in God's unknown tongue or language, which is the evidence given in God's word that we have received God's Holy Spirit within. On the day of Pentecost, 3,000 souls responded by saying yes to the altar call given by Peter when they asked him, what shall we do? Peter's proclamation to these souls is found in Acts 2, 38 to 39 that reads, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost for the promises unto you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. These 3,000 souls gladly received Peter's altar call and were baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Their acceptance of yes to the words of the Lord Jesus Christ is written in Luke 24, 47 that reads, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations beginning at Jerusalem. 
Acts 4.12, therefore, confirms the saving authority vested in the name of Jesus Christ. And it reads, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Some telecast viewers have asked, why is the name of Jesus Christ mandatory? The answer to the question is simply that it is written in God's Word, the Bible. And outside the name of Jesus Christ, no one can be saved. The name of Jesus Christ is further confirmed in Philippians 2, 9 through 11 that reads, Wherefore, God also hath highly exalted him, and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord through the glory of God the Father. And there's a day coming when every knee shall bow, and it will happen when the Lord Jesus Christ comes again to rule and to reign on this earth. 2 Timothy 2.19 also confirms the name of Jesus Christ. It reads, Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure, having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are his, and let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Someday, some today rather, may think that it is easy to compromise to avoid criticism. But we must always remember to call on the name and blood of Jesus Christ when we're confronted by troubling situations. And it is unprofitable to gain the material things of this world and lose our own soul. Therefore, we must not yield to the wiles of the devil, which will cause us to lose our souls, which are precious in the sight of the Lord Jesus Christ. The fashion of this present world will soon pass away and melt with fervent heat. But he that doeth the will of God will endure unto the end. Matthew 18, 8 through 9 gives mankind this encouragement. Wherefore, if thy hand or thy foot offend thee, cut them off and cast them from thee. It is better for thee to enter into life halt or maimed rather than have two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire. And if thine eye offend thee, pluck it out and cast it from thee. It is better for thee to enter into life with one eye rather than having two eyes to be cast into hell fire. Mark 9, 9 48 and 50 describes hell as follows, where their worm dieth not, and the fire is not quenched, for everyone shall be salted with fire, and every sacrifice shall be salted with salt. Salt is good, but if the salt have lost its, his saltiness, wherewith will ye season it? Have salt in yourselves, and have peace one with another. Hell is a place that everyone talks about, but where no one wants to end up, and there is definitely a heaven, and there is a hell. Heaven is for those who have accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. And hell is reserved for the devil, his angels, and the unbelievers. It is better to be poor and dwell in heaven than to be rich and end up abiding in hell. 
Paul exhorts in Romans 12, 1 and 2, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. The pressures of this present time are so great and persistent that Paul warns us not to be molded into the things of this world, the soul that gives in to the pressures of the world, the flesh and the devil will end up <clears throat> in a desperate state, state of unbelief and eternal damnation in hell below. A very significant problem today is the fact that many parents fail to say yes to Jesus Christ when it comes to disciplining their children. And many parents are unprepared to exercise a firm attitude, especially when it comes to teaching their children about moral and spiritual matters. And in this present age of permissiveness, one might say that anything goes. Therefore, our duty as true born-again believers is to say yes to Jesus Christ by following the advice given in God's Word, the Bible, and to abstain from all appearances of evil. As parents, <clears throat> our duty <clears throat> and responsibility is to heed the instructions given in Proverbs 22:15 that reads, Foolishness is bound in the heart of a child, but the rod of correction will drive it far from him. Let us also teach our children the instructions found in Proverbs 1:10 and 15 and 16. My son, if sinners entice thee, consent thou not. My son, walk not thou in the way with them. Refrain thy foot from their path, for their feet run to evil and make haste to shed blood. And in today's age of mobs, riots, sit-ins, and demonstrations, let us remember to abide in the teachings in Exodus 23, 2 that reads, Thou shalt not follow a multitude to do evil, neither shalt thou speak in a cause to decline after many to rest judgment. 2 Corinthians 6, 17 gives mankind this pertinent advice. Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. The implication here is that in an immoral universe, it is impossible for the Lord Jesus Christ to fully bless his children if we compromise or are in complicity with evil. Learning to always listen to the Lord Jesus Christ will bring the Lord's greater blessing of happiness in the end. The Lord Jesus Christ is calling his born-again believers to live as examples in this sin-cursed world, to act as the salt of the earth, and to become as shining lights in the midst of spiritual darkness. We must all work our, out our salvation with fear and trembling to inherit the blessings described in Philippians 2.15, that ye may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God without rebuke in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom 
ye shine as lights in the world. Jesus Christ himself instructs every man, woman, and child in Matthew 5, 16, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Matthew 10, 32 and 33 teaches mankind to possess great faith and to tell others about Jesus Christ. It reads, Whosoever therefore shall confess me before men, him will I confess before my Father which is in heaven. But whosoever shall deny me before men, him will I also deny before my Father which is in heaven. And Luke 12, 8 to 11 defines the blessing and curse of denying the Lord Jesus Christ. It reads, Also I say unto you, Whosoever shall confess me before men, him shall the Son of Man also confess before the angels of God. But he that denieth me before men shall be denied before the angels of God. And whosoever shall speak a word against the Son of Man, it shall be forgiven him. But unto him that blasphemeth against the Holy Ghost, it shall not be forgiven. Ephesians 1, 13 and 14 highlights the blessings found in God's Holy Spirit. It reads, In whom ye also trusted, after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that ye believed, ye were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of His glory. Unbelief in the saving grace of the Lord Jesus Christ is the greatest sin known to mankind today. Sin interrupts our belief in the Lord Jesus Christ, but immediate confession restores our fellowship and keeps the fellowship and love of Jesus Christ unbroken. The result, or wages of sin, is defined in Romans 6.23 that reads, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Our only escape from the cares and woes of this sin-cursed world is to accept the Lord Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, Master, and Lord. And 1 Corinthians 10, 13 offers this advice. There hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that ye may be able to bear it. Great faith in the Lord Jesus Christ helps us to examine our love life or life of love shared with each other as detailed in 1 John 4, 11 to 16. It says, Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought to love one another. No man hath seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwelleth in us and his love is perfected in us. Hereby know we that we dwell in him and he in us, because he hath given us his spirit. And we have seen and do testify that the Father sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. And we have known and believed the love that God hath to us. God is love, and he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God in him. Philippians 4, 8 and 9 concludes today's sermon with this exhortation of hope and peace. It says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, 
whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things, those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me, do, and the God of peace shall be with you. Let us then prepare ourselves daily to be ready to respond to the Lord Jesus Christ when he returns in clouds of glory to call up his waiting bride, the church, saying, Come up hither, come up hither, come up hither. If you would like to know more about God's Word and the church and review these telecast presentations in their entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Till our next telecast, this is your host, trustee and associate pastor Edmund Sproats Sr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hollow of his hands. To conclude our telecast for today, here is our church band to play the spirited and lively number, I am thine, O Lord.
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.